Well, 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 here we are again for Let's Talk FGC episode 13. Guys, it's been only a week. No break in between episodes this time, and next week we've got another episode. It's great to be back once again. Um, if you your first time joining us, let me give you a little rundown of Let's Talk FGC. Um, today is a, um, a first of 10 Q&A between me and my guest. A somewhat deep dive into what the FGC might not know about them, their views, and some interesting topics along the way. If you would like to follow me and find out more about FGC Africa and Shulzable, please check out my link tree in my Twitter. It's at Shulzable on Twitter. Or hit exclamation mark socials in the YouTube or Twitch chat. Today's guest is FGC Africa's own titan slayer the man took second place recently in the coliseum south and east africa with arguably one of the hardest runs i've ever seen and same can be said for his second place finish at cgl console combat southeast africa as well some consider him the underdog the bgh movement but i know him as the kenyan king bgh how are you doing my dude Hey, Sheldon, um, I'm doing great today. Looking forward to this. <laughs> good, my man. Good, my man. So hello to the chat. I see we've got AK joining us. Boy Wonder, Brian. Thank you guys all coming to hang out. You guys know the drill. Drop your name. At Sheldon in the chat if you'd like to ask some questions later, but I'll drop that information again halfway through. BGH, let's go straight into question number one. Let's hear about your intro into the FGC and competitive fighting games mainly. Give us your grassroots. Where do you come from? Um, okay, so the very first fighting game I played, it wasn't like, it was more of a, a casual game for me. Uh, I was, when I was a kid and my older brothers used to love playing, it was uh, Dead or Alive 3 on Xbox. Yeah. So I uh, just used to, most of the time, most of my time was just spent watching them play because I really didn't know how to do anything. Sure. And I liked the, some of the characters, you know, like I remember there was a ninja character. I really liked the ninja character and there was also a demon character i think that was like a boss or something yeah so i was i just really liked the characters it was cool but i never like took it further you know because i was just like most of the time i was just taking beatings from them <laughs> so okay. i never really like i i didn't have the competitive edge that i the competitive competitive drive that i do have today yeah so fast forward a couple of years and I still, I was still playing like uh, shooting games uh, competitively. Like uh, I enjoyed, like I've always had, had like a, uh, I've always been very competitive by nature. So I loved playing shooting games. I was doing that really, uh, really well. And then in 2018, I think, like right before MK11 came out, I was just random. This is so random. I was randomly on YouTube watching uh, videos of like uh, esports, and then I came across. Uh, video of like top 10 like evil moments or something okay and then i saw the the i think the number one uh spot was the daigo parry uh daigo versus uh was it, was it justin wong yeah infamous so i remember seeing that yeah i remember seeing that and thinking to myself like that is the hypest thing i've ever seen and like just the way the crowd erupted and everything and then like at that mo moment i was just like i i have to i have to like get into fighting games like it just clicked in my head like 
like because uh, I've always like in team-based games I've always been like I've always hated like relying on teammates and stuff yeah so it just clicked in my head like I like anime and like I like fights in anime and stuff so uh, fighting games would just be the hypest thing to do so I just told myself I'm gonna give it a shot and uh, grind it out and MP11 was coming out uh, around the same time a yeah. couple months later so I gave that a shot of like you know it's a new game might as well jump into it and see how it goes so yeah, that's that's how I got into playing fighting games competitively. So it was so it was dead or alive before that. So there was no other NRS title. You hadn't done any of the other MKX no. before. That's that's impressive. no, like it was dead or alive three. Barely played it, and then just a huge gap of like not even touching fighting games ever, and then all <laughs> of a sudden just 11. going into MK11. Wow, that's I'm not gonna yeah. lie to you. That's quite impressive because it took me like MK9, MK11, and. Uh, sorry mkx to get even remotely <laughs> good so that's 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 really cool yeah to jump in and be so I mean, dedicated to it yeah i mean the first year i was like absolutely terrible like i i remember trying to play online and then just uh ending up playing more of like the towers and the ai missions and story stuff like i was more of a casual then because uh, like every time i'd go online i just wouldn't know what i'm doing but at the same time, like I would actually be trying to learn and stuff, and I would watch so many streams. I remember uh, a PND uh, ketchup and mustard. Yeah. That was like a big help for me, like learning the game and stuff, because they really like dumbed it down from like beginner level to like advanced, you know. And like I've slowly started learning something called frame data, you know, learning put turns, learning punish, all these new ter all these new terms and stuff. And then slowly, I was getting better each day. The first year I was just terrible. Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> after funny. I started, it's funny that you season. say that. Hey, the whole uh, I was trying to explain this to a couple of my friends um, that don't play fighting games because people that watch this they go, "Oh, let's talk FGC." You know, obviously there's going to be a bunch of terms that you don't understand, and when people think about when I used to tell them, "Hey, yeah, I used to compete in Mortal Kombat X in South Africa and I played in like a whole bunch of tournaments and I did pretty okay." And they go, oh, wow, you, you know, you must be pretty good. And I go, yeah, I'm okay. I mean, like, I, I, I know the game very well. And then I play them, and then obviously I absolutely annihilate them. And then they go, oh, I thought this game was just, you know, mash buttons and, <laughs> and sometimes get, you know, some kind of special move to come out and go, oh, that was cool. I was like, no, it's actually a lot more complicated than you think it is on the surface. Visually, yeah, the game looks gory, you know, but they yeah. forget that there's so much more to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, like, if you hand someone, like, who doesn't really play these games, like, seriously, a controller, like, the first thing they're doing is they're not even, they don't even look at the moves or anything. They just go straight to, like, pressing all the buttons they can. And it's the funniest thing, because, like, in a shooting game, you wouldn't see that. Like, people would go in and, like, you know, they know roughly what to do, you know, look around, you know, things are similar. But in fighting games, you always see that just just mashing buttons and it's it's the funniest thing when you know like how the game is actually supposed to play it it's just hilarious seeing them depress every single button tell me this is this yeah. is not part of the questions but it came to my mind did you um do you now just see past the gore like the gore of mortal kombat i think for me it's oh yeah like, like you don't see it anymore you just yeah. see you just see oh, okay that was plus um uh, okay uh I should probably whiff punish that or okay i should probably anti-air mm -hmm. and see my options yeah and people yeah watch i remember it. when i first <laughs> yeah yeah when i first started playing like seeing crushing blows and 
they they looked so brutal to me and fatalities and stuff. I remember because uh, I, I started off with uh, Noob Cyborg, so I remember Noob's fatal uh, uh, fatality, the one where he like splits you in half. That was the most gory thing I've ever seen. But like I used to love doing, <laughs> I used to love doing fatalities because like I would be farming the heads for the crypts, yeah. so I just do them all the time. And then I just saw it so many times and saw so many different characters fatality. Like you just get you get used to it. But like anytime someone else sees me playing and they see that they they it's never normal to them. Hundred <laughs> percent, dude. Yeah. When my wife used to come in and I'd be like, oh yeah, here we go. And I, I didn't I didn't even bother even learning because I'd won so many easy fatality tokens as R two triangle circle whatever. Just oh yeah, I used I used to know almost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and she go, oh my gosh. I used disgusting. to know almost all the. The inputs. Yeah, the inputs, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. You have to know them, um, especially if you're playing in yeah. tournaments. But uh, I think yeah. Noob Cybot has easily got one of the grotesque-sounding fatalities. Oh, the sound. The mouth. Yeah, that sound. Oh, my God. Is so it's gross. Disgusting. It's so gross. And it's celery. Yeah. I, I saw a, a video the other day of like yeah. how they make the sounds and stuff. And... Like, yeah yeah oh yeah i saw that too did you see it yeah it was quite it was quite interesting i was like oh yeah. that kind of loses yeah. its flavor a little bit um yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still the magic still very cool though yeah <laughs> yeah i remember the the but the new cyber one it was really bad but like the most visceral one was the Kolo khan's one where he summons the totem like I, till now like i still i can't like it's the I impact it's the impact of it. feel. it's just it's it's so yeah it's just rough. it's when he kicks your head back yeah. it's just oh, it's i definitely much. think that's uh, in yeah. probably in my top five i think we spoke about this before but yeah um the uh, the i think top five fatalities from mortal Kombat for me is garris's rip off the wall Noob Cybots, oh. Noob Cybots split open. Um, Shang Tsung's lava pit where he like pulls the demons, pull the person down. Oh yeah, that one. That um, cool. Sindal's hair one where it goes through you. That's like, a good one too. Oh, what's uh, what's number five for me? Okay, I've only got four. Have you got a, have you got a couple that are your favorites? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my favorite ones easily are Shao Kahn's ones. Like yeah, his fatalities are just like the funniest and the weirdest things ever. So those are my favorites. And yeah, when I first started playing the game, like Shao Kahn was the coolest character to me. So I'd say those two. Like, can you explain? Uh, I don't know if you can count listening. them as one. <laughs> okay. Um, so one of them, he. Uh, as you open like from here to like your chest here yeah. and then he smashes you your head down so that it it makes like a a funny image of like your head is over here and you just look weird and then the final blow is like him just like cutting you completely in half like and, like, your and your head that's like everywhere and your between... head falling down yeah i've seen that one that's pretty good yeah it's messed up and the other one he literally <laughs> he literally hits you with his hammer and then you bend uh, down and he like smashes your head through and like goes all the way through and out your back. So it's just crazy. Yeah, that's, that one, <laughs> I've seen it's, that it's one. It's the funniest one to me. <laughs> doesn't happen often. Doesn't yeah. happen often to me because I don't lose to Shao. <laughs> yeah, because you don't see. Yeah, yeah. But hey, lately these days, Shao is, Shao is a beast. So he's definitely hitting. Um... You never know. Yeah. Well, talking about placements, this is going yeah. into, uh, second, into our second question. You obviously know we're busy rating stuff. 
But now you've had yeah. two second place, two, you know, I'd say very hectic second place finishes. Mm. But second place finishes yeah. aren't what you want in fighting games. You want to be number one. But I feel like there's this huge sense of pride in those wins. As I said in the beginning, when I was introducing your, um, you know, your the, the things that you did, you took on the likes of Killjoy, Panda Bear, Mr. Five Thousand, Evolved Overkill, Mark the Shark, guys that have been playing fighting games. On, they have come on this podcast before for a long time. They've been playing it for a long time, and you've come out on top on on some occasion. Now, you haven't entered every tournament, as we were talking about, you know, sometimes some things just don't work out internet-wise, or you'll take, you'll take the loss depending on, you know, what's going on with work or, or your studies or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But when you do, yeah. you give it your all. And I've said this to Blano, and, and uh, me and AK actually spoke about it as well. You, it's been some of the most exciting Mortal Kombat I've ever watched. So, my question yeah, is... thanks. <laughs> for sure. What has your journey with MK11 been like getting to this point and what advice would you give to other players who want to improve? Okay, so um, I didn't talk about like my intro to the like FTC Africa and specifically in the first answer so I could touch on that because it's relevant to this question. Sure. So uh, I found like I found out about uh, FCC Africa uh, through uh, an organization called Tekken Two Five Four in Kenya. So they're mainly in Tekken, uh, run by Davey, and he like does tournaments for like MK as well. And this was before COVID, so he would have like an offline a circuit for both Tekken and MK. So I got introduced to like the Kenyan scene through that, and like. Uh, I remember I signed up for the circuit. Obviously, COVID happened like uh, two months in. So I signed up, I I was in the first few and I got to know like the Kenyan FCC and Stax was a big name in that. So that was like my first taste of like the competition in Africa. And like, I like, at that point, like I really thought I was, I, I thought I was really good. So I went in, you know, I was like, oh, I'm just going to beat all these guys. Yeah. So I went in, I, I played Stacks, and I played another guy called Baraza and uh, another guy called Adam. So these are like the top three in Kenya Yeah. back then. And I just, I was getting absolutely mocked by Stacks. I was getting mocked by Baraza, mocked by Adam. Like I was getting mocked by everyone. <laughs> and then I realized that I'm like, I'm not as, I'm not even close to as good as I thought I was. So that's when like the uh, grind uh, started for me and like uh, I was introduced to like the bigger scene in FCT Africa uh, which is like the South Africa players and the Zambian players and so on so Stax uh, was you know uh, he was like showing me the ropes and stuff telling me like who I need to play to like get better he was really like uh, pushing me and like uh, really wanted me to see like me like get better and eventually be uh, beating these guys so uh, once I was introduced to them, like uh, because of my ISP back then, I couldn't connect to a lot of people. So I could, I could only connect to like one or two people from South Africa, and then no one from Zambia. So I had to switch up my ISP once I got better internet, 
started playing guys and the first person i played was brandon because he's like he used to stream often yeah so i reached out to brandon and was like hey can i get some games and he offered he was like cool and then i played him and got absolutely washed so i came from being washed by like the kenyan players slowly improving like over a couple of months and then i played brandon and i got absolutely washed by him so now <laughs> it's like a whole different level now because yeah. like when i was playing the kenyan guys i was slowly catching up to them so i was like Okay, this is doable. And then I played Brandon and I played, uh, I remember playing Pyro and I also played Grant from uh, Tanzania and just thinking, damn, these guys are on a whole different level. Like, I just, you know, when you play someone and you just know like you're several levels behind and you're, you're just thinking about how much you have to grind to get to that level. So 100%. that was really pushing me. And <laughs> yeah, literally, I, I would be beat like 20 something to like three or something. And that would be like casually like, I, I'd be beat so bad like I just I'm like I can't do this anymore <laughs> so but that was motivating me because I was like I'm gonna reach them like uh, it's gonna happen I just need to like keep holding these losses and stuff so uh, when I played Grant he really helped me uh, level up a lot uh, I asked him like what I can do to like uh, improve my gameplay and stuff and he literally like wrote me like essays like of like things I can improve nice. uh, on me personally as a player yeah so I took those, I tried to implement it to my gameplay. And there was so much stuff like I had no idea about. Like I was like, I never came across my mind. Like uh, more things like uh, I was poking too much back then. Like even when it was my turn, like I was poking too much, giving up my turn, letting him do what he wants, you know, yeah. more stuff like that. So I worked on that stuff, played eventually, like it just took like uh, so many hours of grinding and so many hours of like playing people better than you and losing until like I finally realized the trick was you have to play someone better than the person you're losing to. So I had to keep fighting someone better than the person I'm losing to and then I had to eventually <laughs> catch up to the old person I was losing to. Yeah, so that was like my uh, little uh, trick to like uh, catching up to everyone. And yeah, just hours of playing, hours of analyzing my own matches and other people's matches. And that's a, like another part to like uh, leveling up as well. You need to like understand uh, the people you're playing against as well, you need to understand their tendencies and stuff. So just studying them as well. And Grant really helped me with that. He, he like, he gave me like the, you know, cause he had been in the scene before. So he played a lot of these guys. So he would give me like some small tips of like what to do against certain like top players and stuff. <laughs> know, so I'd take that and you know, try to, yeah. he gave, yeah, yeah. He gave me like the little cheat sheet on all the <laughs> FGC African players. So yeah, I, I was, I was, uh, yeah, focused on that. And yeah, eventually, like I started catching up. The first, the first small tournament that I actually played was a. Uh, it was one of those ACGL like. Uh, it was like. Oh, one of the like. Oh, the, the random weekends. tournament over the weekend. Oh, one of the weekend ones. Yeah, yeah one of those. Yeah, online. it wasn't happening weekly though at that time. Yeah, but yeah, it was an online thing. Yeah. Okay. So I played in that, and that was like the first time I played like uh, in a tournament in like the versus like South African players and SA players and Zambian players as well. So, uh, I got third in that. I remember I lost to Rossi and Will. So, yeah, I, I got third in that. And then from there, I was just like uh, trying to enter as many tournaments as I can. And AK Slay had a, and there was also exhibition matches as well. I was really trying to get into the exhibition matches as well. So, yeah, I was just very hungry to like uh, catch up to these guys like Killjoy, Z, Justin, Mark. Brandon, you know, all these guys were so far ahead of me. I was just like very eager to like catch up to them. And 
Well, it's a, that's a yeah. true. It's a true underdog story. The way that you, you know, the, the story and the path, which is really, which is really nice to um, mm. to hear. I'm sure a lot of people will enjoy that. To hear the the roots yeah. and the way that you came to be to reach this point and looking up at these players and then playing someone better than you and nine times out of ten that's the exact advice every fighting player play gives to another fighting player is the best way to improve yeah. is to play someone better than you and that's yeah. exactly how i got even remotely better when i started in with mkx was i was playing para every day <laughs> and then slowly but surely yeah. i got I was able to win a match and then I was able to win two matches and then I was able to win three matches but I was still going on those long sets 33 or yeah. 34 just never you know reaching on top and yeah it's a true uh it's a true testament to the 1v1 yeah. um battle that is fighting games yeah one more important thing I forgot to mention about like when it comes to like getting better as well I think this is the most important thing as well is your mentality towards the uh like your mentality towards the game and like uh how you treat your losses and how you treat your Definitely. wins and stuff it's so important to like when like i see this mistake with so many players they will uh lose a set uh they'll lose a tournament set or exhibition match or whatever and then like the first thought that comes to their mind is like uh oh like they look for excuses as to why they lost instead of like reasons to uh, why they lost and like yeah. what they what kind of flaws they made in the uh, play style and stuff you have to really be able to uh, uh, criticize yourself and understand that like you're not as good as you think you are you know yeah. and there's always going to be someone better so you have to like be able to like uh, critique your gameplay and look back at matches and be like okay so i was doing this too much i was doing this too little you know and it's, yeah, mentality is a huge thing uh, when it comes to improving. It's funny because I find a lot of players that have left, and that has been one of the reasons, is handling your loss. It, it is. It's hard. It's tough. It's 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 something mm. that I don't think a lot of it people is, can yeah. do because with the other games, it's so easy to retry. You're like, oh, cool. Mm -hmm. You know, say Call of Duty or Warzone. You're like, oh, I'll just drop in the next match or I'll, um, you know, for FIFA, I'll just play another game. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, um, FIFA maybe not so much because it's still kind of 1v1, but um, yeah, yeah, it's, you know, with team-based games, it's kind of like you can, you know, blame your teammates or blame something else. You can fall back on your teammates, yeah. There's, there's, yeah. there's sections which you can choose to blame on other than yourself, but with fighting games, there is nothing else to blame. There's only you. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of players, yeah. <laughs> you know, they'll just sit there and go, well, look, uh, oh, oh, lag. Okay, that's sometimes sure. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. can easily be blamed, sure. But yeah, yeah, you really do have to pick a top tier and <laughs> play the game the way it's meant to be played. Yeah. And if you lose to the way, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah I, I, it's funny. I was on yeah, the back end of a conversation about this actually. Was I play Nightwolf? Now I play I play Nightwolf the most irritating way possible and <laughs> people hate it they absolutely yeah. hate it and that's exactly where the character not necessarily was designed to be played but it wins fights and if it wins fights it's, i'm doing the right thing mm -hmm. and rather than of looking course, inwards yeah. and improving like the fgc should you know you know that, yeah. that's the, that's the whole In, point like fighting games yeah exactly in fighting games like the whole like you go into a match, the like 
the whole thing you're aiming for is to win the match. So it doesn't matter what you did. It doesn't matter how you won the match, as long as, like, obviously not, like, lag switching and stuff like that, you know, obviously within the boundaries of the rules of the game. Yeah. As long as you won, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what character you used. It doesn't, like, nobody cares about it. Well, people do, like, uh, care about that stuff. But, like, when it comes to winning or losing, it does like, you know, a win is a win. A loss is a loss. You know, you just have to uh, roll with it. You do. Interesting tip. I think that's why, like, it's like people get really salty because you know it's it's really personal. You know, one v one, you lost to that guy. Like, you know, yeah. <laughs> they yeah. drop you up so in your DMs, That's why they look like, for, like other reasons. Eat it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Oof. The no, amount no, of like, salty. It hurts like, me. I tell you what, I've been hurt. PS messages and kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. I and in my first year, actually, I was a really salty player. Yeah. I, I straight up turned right, off yeah. PS messages, bro, because I, I turned it off, dude, because I was just getting so much hate uh, on on PS's oh, side. I, I love the hate. It's oh. I love the hate. Like uh, I I love like being able to see like oh I really got to this guy. You know? <laughs> Feed me. Like, it's Feed just amazing. Me. Like that was yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was like in my first year of playing, like I was a really toxic player. Like I used to play Scorpion and just play in the most lamest way possible with his mid teleport, you know, jump back, yeah. you know, just absolutely <laughs> like when I would get people on the mic like raging at me, like it was the best feeling ever. <laughs> <laughs> like when I when I know I've irritated the person on the other side, it's like it's yeah. a bonus win as he well. Has, he has a little <laughs> funny story for you. Um, I I haven't yeah. had my headset plugged in, but the guy did. And this is my favorite story about uh, this guy that absolutely raged with me on Combat League. And he's busy playing. Uh, I obviously destroy him. And he just goes off on this wire. Hey, he says, wow, 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 wow. He's just swearing me broken. And my missus hears this. And she's like, no way. Is he actually saying those things? I mean, he was saying, like, you know, I should go die. Like, put myself in a pit kind of shit. And I'm like, you know, I said, why didn't you get on the mic and tell him he got beaten by a girl? And dude, it was it was probably one of my favorite moments because she plugs in the mic and she goes, "Oh, you're so salty! You can't you can't believe you lost circle." And this guy just instantly just <laughs> dead, just didn't know what to say. Oh, but that is genius! <laughs> it was it was her idea. That so is it genius. It was her idea, so she could take the genius side of that. But yeah, that's an oh, that interesting a, little tidbit about amazing salt. play by Miss <laughs> Sheldon. Mrs. Mrs. Sheldonable with the straight up plus frames. Miss Miss Sheldonable. Um, another that's little crazy. interesting nitbit was you were talking about Arava Stacks um, earlier. Um, me and him had a running joke back in the day because he has a cell phone company, and I said to him I needed to get sponsored, so I asked him if I could say I was sponsored by him in my Twitter. <laughs> for like a year <laughs> so it was sponsored by his cell phone company or his um his oh, cell phone okay. repair company i don't know if you know about it anyways uh, i didn't no i didn't know about it like yeah, I, has, I was introduced to like uh the scene in like 2020 so yeah yeah so anyways a little a little further further back but yeah if he if he watches that stream back that'd be uh it'll be a little mon- that's cool a little montage thing that he might remember which is quite funny um, talking about yeah. you know salt and the scene and the whole way Africa is as a as a scene, you know we and you have spoken about mm-hmm. how we've just before we uh, you know we climbed on the podcast we were speaking about you know how FGC Africa has has done things to grow, but you know I want to know how do you feel the FGC is in Africa, mm-hmm. especially in Kenya in its current state, and what can we do to improve it? Mm. 
Okay, so I think the tournament organizers and like the admin teams, like you guys are doing amazing work. Like, can't like complain about anything. Like, uh, just keep doing what you're doing. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, uh, because you're getting us to be seen and so and like being able to like uh, 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 do a uh, organize like an event with CGO and Col and Mr. Ackerman and Coliseum. Like, that sort of stuff is just amazing, and that's great. Just you guys keep doing you. I'd say the heavy lifting needs to come from the players. And uh, I noticed something like in the African scene, like uh, a lot of players, like uh, there's a very like uh, casual approach to like the game. Obviously, like some people might think they're like uh, playing competitively, but like a lot of players, they just, you know, they, uh, they play the game for fun, you know, because, you know, people have jobs. Uh, they need to people have school and stuff so when they hop on the game they're not always thinking you know i want to have a sweaty set or whatever you know it's mostly like uh, uh mostly casual players yeah so that's fine but i'd say the ones focusing on like competing and like being competitive uh you just like need to uh, put a lot of work into like get to that level you know and you have to like help each other like that's a really crucial uh, part about it like help each other get better, exchange like tips and stuff. Uh, main, a huge reason why I was uh, able to uh, like uh, get better and improve so quickly was because I had a really good training partner in Grant. Like we'd play almost every day and he would like uh, give me tips and advice and everything. And like, I think everyone who's seriously serious about competing and getting better needs to have like, uh, like someone that can also push them and be able to like point out where their flaws are and you know, be ready to like uh, like ask, you know, be, be free to like ask, like if someone's beating you, just ask them, you know, hey, what do you think I'm doing wrong and everything and like just try to work on that, you know, don't, uh, yeah, yeah, that would be a huge thing. And as for the FGC in, Af in Kenya, yeah, I mean, it's not that big for NK11, but like I'd say for Tekken and uh, yeah, for mainly Tekken, like uh, I mentioned earlier, Tekken 254, they're doing really great stuff. They're uh, providing like weekly uh, events and uh, they're really good at like showcasing their talents and they are a really strong scene. And uh, yeah, they the, pl the players uh, really work hard and like uh, help each other a lot. So I'd say the Tekken scene wow. is really big. MK11, uh, not so much. You don't see. I think a lot of people like they preferred the previous games, MKX. So mm -hmm. you'd see like most people going back uh, to that for like the fun of it, you know. So you don't see much of like a competitive uh, scene for MK11 as as of now, at least. Yeah. Yeah, it can still be worked on. You know, it well, takes a lot of heavy lifting from the players. I think it's a good segue into the next question but my, my, my heart stands with you in the exact one there before FGC Africa can improve itself by simply the players helping each other and I think that's what mm -hmm. a lot of the players have been doing um, throughout the whole yep. two years and three months life cycle of MK11 was um, it was it was people players looking after each other helping each other improve inviting each other to whatsapp groups inviting each other to discords come play in exhibition matches come play in tournaments people were enjoying the mm -hmm. game together and i think that yep. um it's definitely what fgc africa fgc in africa mm -hmm. needs to continue doing 
so i agree with you there just help each other improve yeah but talking especially about when it comes to like competing yeah sorry especially when it comes to competing like if you're trying to compete and like get really good you know not just good in like africa if you want to like uh, be good on like just in general in a international sense then you can't just open the game and you know play a couple of matches and just be like okay or play some matches of kl and just be done with it, you know you really need to put in the work and the grind you know and uh you might be like good in like uh africa like let's say not even africa like south and east africa because i don't know much about the north and west africa scene so you might be good in south you might be really good in south and east africa but like uh, if you look at if you go up against competition from like uh, uh, uh let's say uk or middle east you know you might see that oh you're not as good as you think so like don't just think of like the limit as being good in africa you know you want to like push yourself to like be good at an international sense as well for sure that will keep sure. you going well i was talking about yeah. the life cycle just before this um of mortal kombat and that you actually had a discussion with uh, charlie wolf gaming on their episode called why did hashtag why did nrs do this for anyone who wants to know why that hashtag was used um hashtag why did nrs do this who was the who was the player that made that his game those titanium tigers titanium tigers who actually somehow sneaked his way into one of our fgc africa cots which was which is really funny because we were actually just playing oh yeah i remember that yeah what a weird thing to happen and and i don't know who he was so (laughs) there's me and blano just yeah because it was in uh it was in the the rooms so he must have joined like a random room and then a random cough yeah, so that was funny. And he was just coming out to whip our ass, and we meanwhile we we just kicked him <laughs> out. We just said no, not today, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, talking yeah, about that, that funny. talking about that podcast and that episode of Charlie Wolf Gaming, um, you mm. know there was a broke meta with uh, Shiva mm-hmm. at the time for some time yeah. until they changed a bunch of things, and and now Cabal, at least by me, is considered very top tier. <laughs> as this yeah but he, yeah he's not like shiva though like he actually takes some training and stuff to do you know it's not like down up and yeah you win matches sure yeah. but i mean like obviously but i mean it's like now obviously there is a certain meta but now that's yeah. the meta this is it you know there's nothing's going to change so mm-hmm. my question no, to you, no, no nothing no nothing this is it this is what we've got to live with and a lot of people won't let the game die look i still play mkx and I probably will still continue to play MK11 for years to come, most likely. Mm-hmm. So, my yeah. first part of this question to you is, who do you think are your top five characters now that um, MK11 has reached its end of its uh, patch? Uh, my patch top cycle. five characters? Yeah. Okay, I'll try to order this. Um, I'll say you Jackie. Don't to, yeah, you don't have to put okay, it in order, but Jackie if you is... want to. Okay, uh, all right. I'll yeah. I'll probably not order them, but like Jackie is definitely top one. Like, I don't think there's any. I don't know why people assume like Cetriol. Why people say Cetriol is top one? Jackie is one hundred percent top one. And then I would say okay. So top one is let's say top one is ordered, and then the other four I'll just say four others really good characters. Okay. Uh, Cetrion, Joker. Um, Cabal, and 
because like I'm I'm used to like online. I don't I, I haven't really played much offline. Like I'm gonna say Sub Zero because like Sub Zero is just so good online. Uh, yeah. So Jackie, Cetrion, Joker, Cabal, Sub Zero. I'd say. There you guys heard of the BGH movement tier list for top five. <laughs> tier list loads. Yeah, I I play I play like four of these five characters. I just noticed. <laughs> yeah. Look, I didn't, I didn't mean to um, get uh, Joker yeah. as my uh, my main, one of my main. Because I, I would say uh, my three mains are all DLC characters, which is funny enough. It was Joker, mm. Nightwolf, and Sindel, and it's just funny that it happened that way. Um, but it was, yeah. <laughs> it was. Actually, yeah, Joker is like the one character I could like. Like, there's not many characters that I like in MK11, but like Joker is definitely my favorite. And like, out of so... all the characters I play, like, I just, he's, I'll he's give definitely me my favorite. So fun! I just think he's so fun to yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's mad. It's yeah, crazy. Was... Everything's out there. There's nothing to hide. Yeah, 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 I'm just a big fan of Joker in general. So even like before, like he came out and like when he was announced, I already knew like that was gonna be my main. Like, I don't care how he plays. I don't care if he's a Zoda, rushed out, whatever. I'm gonna main this character. <laughs> nice. So, is just yeah. So, uh, talking about this, this question was a two-parter. Um, will you be joining the African NRA scene in the next game? Or will you be? Yeah, probably. Like, I mean, for now, like, um, uh, for now, I'm like uh, playing mostly casually because uh, I just don't have it in me to like put in that amount of hours and still like be able to focus on my studies and stuff so like sure. the grind was like getting too much for me but uh casually yeah I, I i would love to like play the next nrs game like try it out at least at the very least and see how it is uh maybe wow. start off casually maybe if i like it a lot uh try be competitive in it you know invest the time but yeah i have an open mind good 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 mm -hmm. i'd like to hear that i want to see you on the next one since you adopted this one so well now i will say yeah. that if it is injustice it's gonna be a big it's gonna be a big change big big change yeah i mean uh i like you know when i went into mk11 like i didn't know much about the mortal kombat characters so uh, it was hard to like attach myself to any specific character but like i i i know way more about like uh superhero characters so like if it's another injustice game like I would like, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd love that. Like, it'd be easier to like, you know, attach myself to like, that certain cool. character, you know, grind the game out itself. Yeah, it's really cool. Actually, yeah. they say, you say that, like, I attached myself quite well to Harley Quinn because I'd followed Harley Quinn um, for ages mm. before when the game had come yeah. out. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's rad. She's in the next game. I'm so going to play it. And then yeah, six yeah. months and I was like, I fucking hate this game. I'm never playing it again. Now it's in the draw. <laughs> so it'll be interesting <laughs> to see that did but, you like did you like the character at least did you like playing holly quinn at least dude holly quinn was fantastically designed in injustice 2 and um, if she comes back yeah. in the next one i will probably pick her up again that's, that's the best feeling like really liking a character and like it fitting your style and loving how they play like that's just the best definitely like, i'd say she kind of had yeah. like a, she and i see uh stabs is in chat so he'll know where this comes from is she had a very Kung Jin play style. Now that's from MKX. She had this very like she mm. had she had a big stick. <laughs> yeah. So um yeah. 
<laughs> we, we, we're kind of going over time for the first first to five so i'm going to move us on a little bit quickly here so okay. question number five which is my favorite question which is which everyone gets to find out about is where does the gamer tag bgh come from now before you answer your name has changed mm. you did ask for it to be referred to as bgh so either you yeah. give us this one and the one before or just this one up to you the 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 bgh is easy to explain like uh literally like i was going by bob Grantle for a long time and then on streams and then i just saw like i would see like people uh saying like donating my name to like bgh like i think it was brian that probably started it or jivon one of the two so i saw that i was like oh that, that looks really cool and you know the guy's rooting for me so i was like yeah let me just shorten it then so like it's easier for people to root for me you know so that one was simple the other one is just it's so random and i hate telling the story but uh <laughs> it was from when i was in high school uh in year nine i would say and we had a substitute uh english teacher and everyone was just giving out fake names uh to like mess with the substitute teacher and everyone found it funny and then for so like back then i was really like into basketball so like what popped into my mind was the most random name is bob and the basketball player grant hill so like i just put that two together and i was like uh, i hope she believes this no <laughs> and then way I, 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 <laughs> and i told i said that's funny but she believed it and like everyone just started laughing and like it's people have just been referring me to that from like high school that's great that. yeah so that's it just great. stuck with me that's awesome yeah. That's awesome. I love that. That was actually very that's, random. That's that is one of the most <laughs> random ones I've heard, and that one was very much enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, guys, there you go. As you heard it. This is how the BGH movement began. Was via a joke with a substitute teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds really mean, but like it was all in good fun. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Guys, we reached the end of our first yeah. half of our uh, podcast. That was the first first five. We're going into the bonus questions. If you haven't yet figured it out, if this is your first time joining us or you're a returning customer, you know that the way the conversation works is you just need to add Shelzable in the chat if you'd like to ask Mr. BJH anything. Go ahead. Nothing is off brand. Just go ahead. Ask anything. Um, and don't forget to obviously hit the plugs. Bob, at Bob Grant Hill on Twitter for BGH. The joke still stands. Um, please go Literally, I made it my email. <laughs> I use it for usernames. Uh, I think I have a PSN account on, on that too as well. Like, uh, I just I was using it for everything. Nice. It's just so random. So yes, please go follow him. Um, you'll see him doing, doing the mostest on his Twitter. Um, and obviously, same plus for me. You can follow me on Twitch. Uh, you can subscribe to me and like the video on youtube please hit the notification bell because the only thing that happens on youtube is my podcast so if you don't want to miss an episode hit that up and then obviously follow me on twitter guys ask your way your questions in the chat now we're going into the bonus questions bonus questions bjh are you ready yes how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant uh zero zero chickens it's not I mean, possible you don't okay i mean there should be there's okay. a number like there should be at least a number i mean okay i would say a hundred thousand 
I'd say. Yeah, I'd, I'd say, say that, I'd say that'd be pretty. Yeah. that'd be pretty on point. I mean, that'd I'd be say, overkill, but just to be safe. I mean, I'd probably go with yeah. like maybe eight hundred ninety-six thousand four hundred twelve, but you know, nine hundred thousand is cool too. That's such a. I was not ready for that question to be honest. <laughs> In the event of an apocalypse, yeah, what three places are you going to to gather supplies? um okay the well the big supermarket here is called carrefour so i'd go there and uh where else uh i'm not sure to be honest uh because you just need supplies from a supermarket and that's it i mean Probably, sure but there, there uh, could be some things that you want as well you know in the end day it doesn't have to necessarily I mean, be uh oh okay uh probably uh a video game store as well because <laughs> you know you want to keep yourself entertained yeah what games do you say that question okay and a uh, movie store uh, you you know have games and movies as well <laughs> a couple too, movies keep, keep going busy. to old blockbuster eh? <laughs> yeah yeah well so i guess it's everything yeah, it is. Many, I forgot about store. weapons and stuff, so I guess oh, you die weapons. pretty quick. Yeah, you have to go to a weapon store. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Damn, I didn't actually think of that. You know yeah, I mean? but here there's no, there's, we don't really have gun stores and, you know. Dude, we don't have gun stores here. We, we, don't, we don't have that here. <laughs> Dude, we're yeah, dead. So... We did. Okay, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> we did. You get everything you need from the supermarket. <laughs> 100%. Yeah, we gotta, yeah, I'm going, I'm, yeah. Literally, if I'm just going to my local grocery store. I'm not surviving the apocalypse. I'm, I'm just not surviving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, you, yeah. I keep, you'd, you'd survive a food shortage, but yeah. Yeah, sure. All right, let's move on. I to mean, this. you didn't specify what, what apocalypse actually. I so didn't. It could be, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't say whether it was yeah. zombie, nuclear, um, yeah. comet, yeah. extraterrestrial. So you might not even need weapons. I think you always need weapons in an apocalypse, like because like people will turn on you anyway. So yeah, you need to defend yourself. Fair, 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 fair. Talking about the Walking Dead last season started airing, and you start watching it. Um, Yeah. Let's go into the next question. So the Daily Hustle Mm. is what keeps us all going, day in and day out. I know Mm -hmm. me, you know, fighting games is not my full-time hobby. The podcast is not my full-time hobby. Um, Mm -hmm. Some of us consider this just a fun hobby. Which I do, and it's a passion project for for some. Um, mm-hmm. While others chase the sponsorship in the long run. So take yeah. us through the day to day for BGH. What you do for work, school, college, varsity. If you yes. Know, how you so, yeah, yeah. And then so when I was really which, running the game. Sorry, let me just say yeah. that. And then tell me which side of the spectrum you lie on whether it's a passion project, a hobby, or you chasing that sponsorship. Okay, so, yeah, when I was really uh, grinding the game hard, like, my schedule was really different from now. Uh, I was, like, I was more, like, because uh, I'm in university right now, so uh, I would have, like, my online, like, I would have my online classes, uh, like, six hours in a day, so I'd have three hours, and then a break of, like, two hours, and then another three hours. So in that break of two hours, like I'd be playing the game, uh, then in the evening as well, like any small amount of time I can get between uh, studying and like playing the, playing the game, I'd be doing that. So I was, I was playing a lot and back then, uh, even back then, like I wasn't, 
it was like I was really passionate about the game. Don't get me wrong, and I really wanted to like win tournaments and stuff. But I wasn't really like uh, focused on like getting a sponsor or anything because like in my head I was just thinking like uh, I don't really need a sponsor because like uh, most of like the most of what we do here is like online tournaments and online exhibitions. So I didn't really see the point of a sponsor then. Sure. And towards like the towards the end, like uh, when I when I was getting like closer to not playing the game anymore, like uh, I was being reached out as well uh, by sponsors. But at that point, I was like, uh, I'm not like um, I'm feeling like dropping the game, you know. And so it wouldn't be right for me to like take up a sponsorship when I'm yeah. not 100% uh, in. You know, exactly yeah so i was like uh, i'm not gonna take it just for the sake of it you know if i'm taking a sponsorship then it would be for like i would be putting my 100 percent in it so i knew i couldn't do that so i i'd pass up on that yeah so i've always been passionate in, with competing and stuff uh if i was still competing now i'd probably be chasing a sponsorship but yeah I, yeah i say that no that's cool that, yeah. that, that, that's, my schedule that's... is really different now that's when a, I when I when I'm not playing I'm killing. I like that. That was that yeah. was honest. It was just as it was. As it comes, that's <laughs> I think a lot of people need to remember that and just be honest with yourself when it comes to these kind of things because <laughs> if you sit here and chase something that you're just gonna burn yourself out and you know, yep. what 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 good does that do? Yep, speaking of burnout, like that's a huge thing that like uh people need to be able to manage when it comes to like uh, competing and like getting better like you need to take your breaks off and like so fundamental like for the first uh year and like uh, and so i was not taking any breaks i was just playing and playing and playing and i just found myself getting salty all the time and the first actual break that i took was like a break that was forced on because like i injured my left hand so like i physically couldn't play oh, no. so i had to take a break of like two weeks so after that i realized oh, this is so refreshing like coming back after not playing for so long like it's such a such a huge uh, deal nice definitely take breaks yeah take yeah for sure well i mean i haven't played for a couple months now and that's okay because i'm you know i've been helping out on fgc africa side of things and and i'll probably play a little bit more but i've got a child on the way and i want to i mm. want to play all the games that i've wanted to play before um Maybe arrives. Yeah. And I sold my Oculus Quest yesterday. I don't know if you guys know what an Oculus Oculus Quest is, um, but it's a standalone VR headset. And I think about the thing, and I was just like, oh. man, I can't wait to get my PS5. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I just sold it. I was like, I'm selling this to get a PS5 because I was like, I'd rather like, because I know I'm not going to have as much gaming time, but I know that when I do have it there, I want to play games yeah. that I love and I want to play things that I that I enjoy. And if I'm going to be playing games yeah. right now. I want to be playing the games that I love, so that's what I've been doing. Are you having fun with? Them? Yeah, good. I'm having fun yeah. with the games that I really yeah. enjoyed. I replayed God of War, and fuck me, mm -hmm. dude, that game is brilliant. Have you played the uh, the one on the one on PS4? Yeah, the new one. Yeah, yeah, that was the first. That was the first God of War I played. Amazing, dude. Yeah, because I didn't have a PS3. I had an Xbox uh, 360, so all the PS3 exclusives that everyone like grew up on, like I never experienced any of those. Like playing the PS4 version, like I was just amazed. It's just one of my favorite games. Yeah, dude, it was. It, it really was incredible. So I played it on New Game Plus, and I increased the difficulty. Um, not to give me God of War. But I need one, to do that. The one below it, and damn, 
It was hard. I thought that like I thought give me God yeah. of War would have been like really really difficult, but even the one below it, I, 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 you guys know when you kill all the Valkyries and then you got to go um, and then play Sigrun. Oh, it was the worst. I think it took me about a week to beat her, like a, a genuine week. And when I did it, I was just like, yeah, yeah. It's so satisfying, yeah, and it's so fun as well. Like that's what makes it like the games that are like hard, but like they're not fun. Yeah, so, like it feels like a chore, but it, like with that game, like it's hard and it's also fun. So it's that real sense of accomplishment. And I saw like. Um, I saw someone, I went on the Reddit after, I was like, oh, let me check out how many other people, oh, I went to go check out people beat her on Give Me God of War mode. And I was mm. like, and the first comment on it was like, has anyone ever felt such a sense of accomplishment after beating this <laughs> And I was just like, dude, it was such I a- remember, I remember there was, it was like a viral video as well, like of beating the Valkyrie boss on like the hardest difficulty. Like I remember seeing briefly some of that. Like just curious how that would look, and it's just insane. Dude, uh, what a what a what a achievement to achieve, and um, I think that you know that's what I've been doing a lot with um platinum trophies. I've been like hunting platinum trophies, um, and like doing all the achievements, oh, nice. and doing a couple of things. So I just did that with Final Fantasy yeah. VII remake. And that was really fun. Yeah. That was my favorite yeah. game of all time. Final I Fantasy tried to, game. I tried to, I tried to do that with like uh, most games I play. But like, if they have a like, I used to like go for them a lot before. But like nowadays, like if they have some collectible thing, like you have to go here, you have to go here, like a hundred times. I usually just uh, forget it. It's yeah, but if it's me. doable, like I usually go for it. And then yeah, and then yeah. I played the most obscure game. I never thought I'd enjoy it so much. And I know someone in chat suggested it was Undertale. I've just gone to the end. I haven't finished it. Have you played no. Undertale? I've heard of it. Like I've always wanted to play it, but like uh, it's, it's looking for the right time. I it's guess. like nothing yeah. I've ever played in my life. It's honestly the most yeah. unique game I've ever played, hands down, hands hands mm. absolutely hands down. Right. So, if I could suggest anything to you, go ahead and play that. But uh, let's not get the yeah, too Yeah, I saw it on PS now, so uh, probably sometime like I'll I'll get into it. Yeah. As long as it's still on PS now. Yeah, it's on PS now. That's well, that's how yeah. I'm playing it. I'm also got, I'm also playing on PS now. So yeah, get, yeah. get it before yeah. it goes off. Gotta gotta play it. Um, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm swaying too far from the conversation. Um, but yeah, <laughs> burnout. Do play games that you enjoy as well. Play, play yeah. games that you enjoy. So, yeah, talking, that, that's why we play games at the end of the day. Yeah, at the end of the day, we also, you know, we're gamers. And um, I think one of my questions mm-hmm. to you is about that. But uh, my next question to you is something that I ask everyone. And now I've split it into uh, a two parter because I think it's only fair um, for everyone now. Mm-hmm. So, it's who is your favorite African player at the moment? And it's from the north and south, and you can only name one player from both sides. Um, if you prefer to only okay. give one from the south, that's up to you. If you don't know enough about the north, but um, you can only give me one. And who's your must-watch yeah. player? Okay, so yeah, I've I, I watched the like I whenever like north and west are having like an event or something, like I usually tune in because like uh, I always find it interesting, like just having a look at like different like regions play. You know, you always see something new. So I've watched quite a bit of the North and West, and I would say my favorite would probably have to be uh, Hamza, the really, really great cabal player. He's he's just insane with his conversions, his optimization, yeah. everything is just amazing, and he's so clutch. Like, yeah, I just I, I love watching him play. He is, yeah, he's great. The man definitely knows uh, his buttons, that's for sure. 
Huh? The man, def- I said the man definitely knows his buttons. Uh, oh I, yeah, I've never sure, seen yeah. him miss a button. No bad input. Very clean. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And like when you see a player like that's just very clean, rarely makes mistakes and stuff. Like it's it's a sight to see. It's, it's like when you that's when you see like MK11 how it's meant to be played. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, south and east. Uh, I'm gonna cheat a little and say a player that doesn't play anymore. Uh, is probably Brandon. Like I remember, like seeing him play for the first time, it was just it was next level. It was just amazing how he like his neutral, his sim actually very similar to Hamza, but he just didn't play a uh, cabal. Yeah, so he, yeah, it was my favorite to watch for sure and to play against as well. Yeah, like, definitely the most fun I've ever had in sets is, was versus him. Look, Brandon just, is he, yes, he is insane. The- Good friend of mine, I've yeah. known him for many years, and um, yeah, nothing's really changed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and you said must watch player as well, so this is a bonus. Like, okay, doesn't have to be any of the two I mentioned. Um, sure. I would say from I I would say uh, definitely the uh, flavor. He's definitely improving every day, and he you can really see the hunger in his like. In the way the way he plays, he's he's really grinding. He's really trying to get better. It's, yeah, it's it's great to see. Yeah, no, look, he is uh, the protege of five thousand, but I think now more teammates. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna just give him a, give him a call. Maybe we can have a chat as well. Let's get him on. Yeah, that, Let's get this cool. new blood. Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The, just to go back onto Brandon, you know, Brandon helped out a lot in FGC Africa. Not only was he competing at such a high level, um, but mm-hmm. the way he helped out in FGC Africa as one of our admins for a long period of time. And then he, he hanged up his hat just a couple months ago, I'd say a better part of six months ago. He said, you know, I'm out for a bit, but we'll probably see him back on the next. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you would like to see my interview with him, me and him had a long chat about his accomplishments in the FGC. Um, he's one of the first episodes in one, or, one, two, or three. So if you guys would like to go see that that chat with Shokan, please um, go check that in my channel. Um, I love yeah. hearing. I love hearing. Um... Before you, sorry, before you continue, can I just shout out like the other players that like do admin work and play at the same time that are just amazing. <laughs> yeah, of like, course you can. I have to say like. Para, like he's just a great player. He's like very underrated because, like you know, he downplays himself with the you know I'm not ready OS and all that stuff. Oh yes. But yeah, he's a very amazing player and like uh, he does a lot of admin work as well. So that's great. Yes. And AK Clay, he's also similar to the flavor. He's really improving. So that's that's really great to see. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Para Para recently rejoined the admin team. Um, which was great to have, and, mm. and, and AK Slay was with us for an, an a, was helped was with us throughout CGL Kana Africa, um, and he also he um, he dropped his duties just a couple months ago to focus on his own projects, and th- it's great guys come and go and they get part of yeah. it, um, part of the FGC Africa channel and brand which you guys you guys know quite well, um, mm-hmm. these people do so much. <laughs> they do, and, yeah. uh, and and Para, specifically with a very big recent accomplishment, having won week one of the Varsity Vibe Combat Cup, with some of the yeah, and that was the toughest week. <laughs> some of like the ugliest, was, uh, yeah. Was... But 
you exactly. Yeah. It was some of the ugliest steals I've ever seen in my life. But someone said, is it really steals <laughs> if he's winning? And I was like, you're so true. So yeah. true. It's just... Ares is just so composed, like he, like, in those, like, little scrambles, like, he'll, most, most of the time he'll come out on top, because, like, he just has that, you know, he's, he's a doctor in real life, so he, he has that composure down. 100%, yeah. 100%. Um, yeah, shout out to all those players, and, uh, and, I, and I, I really enjoyed your perspective on um, a couple of them. So, um, talking about competitive gaming earlier, and we were talking about us being gamers, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be on e-fighting games now we know that someone brandon he he stopped fighting games and he went on to apex and he's just enjoying himself competing in it competitively um and that's it a lot of people do that like myself i'm not playing fighting games right now but doesn't mean i love don't love them and that's my question to you is there any other game that you compete in at a high level um other than fighting games or something else that's bigger in kenya um well th there was before like i started playing mk11 like i was really like grinding out uh, uh apex and uh, fortnite when it was new yeah. that was like the first time like i was considering like uh playing like uh, uh a video game like competitively you know i've always liked playing shooters uh, i've always been like really competitive in shooters but right now like no not so much like right now i'm just uh playing casually like if i had the time to like play something competitive it would definitely be a fighting game so All right. right now it's just uh, just enjoying like the casual side of things nice don't don't have the time to grind anymore <laughs> fair enough all right yeah. talking about favorites yeah. and you know we were talking about things that we love and i was like well damn i better not i better not uh, get this question in too early but this is where we find out about mm. the things that you love and um these are your favorite things so uh, what i want to know from you is what are your favorite movies series music and food at this time <laughs> in your life uh you said what was the order movies movies you cut out a bit no worries movies mm -hmm. series music and food what's your favorite of all four of those at this time of your life okay uh i would say uh fight club would be favorite movie yeah and series is kind of tough because there's so many good ones uh can i just say a series that i'm watching like recently that's yeah, really course. good like not necessarily my favorite but like yeah it comes to mind because i'm watching recently uh ted lasso is really good i really like that show i have I've very got that, funny i've got that dl'd i need to watch it i'm busy watching a series called oh, yeah, you do. about little dicky and there's like uh how he became to be a rapper oh. and that's also it's, I think is it's, it any good it's incredible it's actually incredible i, I loved the, i've loved it so much that i um fucking followed him on twitter and uh, instagram I, I i knew about his music but i didn't realize that mm -hmm. he could make such a good show and uh just another my own recommendation so that's your favorite ser series is ted lasso the man i mean that's about that football coach who comes yeah, to coach yeah really funny yeah i'm gonna watch that yeah and favorite yeah. music at this time of your life then I would say probably Get Free by Major Laser. Major Laser. Yeah. And uh, favorite food. Uh, every, everyone everyone says uh, pizza. Uh, that's yeah. everyone's most common answer. Like time. I'll. Oh uh, yeah, I'll I'll say lasagna is, is 
lasagna is my favorite exactly. sort of a similar thing but like yeah it's sort of a similar thing to like pizza but like yeah Nothing lasagna is like my favorite food, hey? everyone goes for comfort food that's for sure i agree i agree well yeah. talking about um favorites we had to split this question because i think this one deserved its own give us your top five games mm-hmm. in your lifetime uh okay uh i'm not gonna order these because like they're all just really good Completely. i would say uh yeah i would say bioshock infinite oh, yeah um i like i really liked uh, red dead redemption one and two like but i can't obviously choose that as like one game so sure. if i had to pick one i'd say two okay and the witcher three okay uh, i need two more so, oh, uh, Pokemon uh, Diamond and Pearl, specifically like the Pearl one, because that's the one I played on the DS. Okay. One of my favorite games as a kid. Nice. And I need a fifth one. Oh, as uh, Fallout New Vegas as well. Fallout really New Vegas. Right? So you're not a Fallout 3, yeah. you're a Fallout New Vegas fan. No, I, I I didn't really get to play three because like I wasn't like aware of like the franchise back back then. But like I remember I played Skyrim and then I was like, oh, I, I need more of this. Like this is uh, this is amazing. This kind of genre. So uh, then I played Fallout New Vegas as well because I heard it's really good and I ended up loving it. So nice. You know, what yeah. I always find with this. Question, I didn't really like four with... as much. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the four uh, Fallout four as much as New Vegas, but like, yeah, New Vegas was just too good. Yeah sure well i'll tell you what i think a lot of people uh always uh, one of their games that they had in, when they were younger always makes the list always makes the list because it's that game oh, that, yeah. that kept you hooked and you disappeared to that other world oh. i spent so much time on pokemon on my ds <laughs> and like under my duvet just i'm supposed to be sleeping and i'm there just getting an enveloped in like the whole world of it is yeah nice. good memories good good we've reached that yeah. we've reached we've reached the end of our first to 10 side of things before we move on so um, i'm just going to ask this last one so your twitter bio says the fight is everything uh, which i thought was quite interesting um you know one of the most inspiring things of fighting games was the 1v1 which we spoke about earlier you only have yourself to blame yeah. when you don't come out on top so i'm um, some other players find ways to get into the zone you know para makes clutch moments and the things but i want to know what's going through your head and what are you are doing to prep for these high-end matches that you that you've competed in what are you doing um it's a lot a lot of uh preparation and like usually like i'd have an idea of uh who's in like the tournament like i'm playing in so i would do a lot of like studying on like them like i've played so many i've played almost everyone in like the south and east african scene like whether i meet them in kl or play them in casual so i have a good idea of like all the play all the players in in the scene so uh i think back to like uh how their their tendencies and how they play and everything so i study that try to find like a counter for them and go in the lab see what works see if i can find uh, good tech and stuff and yeah and all that preparation it really helps me like uh go into uh matches more calm even though like the nerves will always be there yeah uh, but just having like a game plan 
is really good if you want to like if you're suffering from like nerves like i used to suffer a lot from nerves just going in with a game plan uh, really helps and yeah that that's that's pretty much my prep and the the term like the fight is everything was i actually got it from pyro like i wrote like uh because I'll, I'll talk to him a lot like after like tournaments and stuff or in between tournaments like uh, let's say I like had a really bad loss or like uh, had a like a laggy match and I'd be sold and like you know talk to him and like he told me to like uh, watch this uh, this uh, ending video of like uh, I think it was Street Fighter 3 or Street Fighter 2 mm-hmm. and like the ending tagline was like because like Ryu like when they were like uh, Ryu had won the tournament and when they were giving everyone like the they were doing the award ceremony like he was nowhere to be seen and like he was just he went off to like continue training like so it, the point of it was like he doesn't care about ceremonies and all of that stuff it's the fight that is everything so that really uh that re- uh, that really got to me so i it, it it really changed my perspective on things and you know like it doesn't matter if you lose it just what matters is like you got to that point and you gave it your all and you you know that the the hours and hours of like uh training to get to that point is yeah. what really matters like whether you come second first last it really it, it shouldn't like get to you for sure I, that, wow <laughs> that's that's a really yeah. great way to end the the first attempt side of things the fight is everything it's how yeah. you decide to play the game and it's how you decide to be seen what a what a great way <laughs> to end that yeah well done p change that was really good um thanks yeah great um you know how you know what's going on next now we're going to get competitive so before i conclude um and we get into this beautiful fun trivia quiz um i'm gonna have a look at the chat for some questions and and i'm gonna have some responses on a couple of these messages because i've been just getting chipped after i didn't sit in the chat here so brian saying lol (laughs) schultz thinks he's remotely good pal I will eat your shit alive. Don't even. <laughs> oh, salt series. Yo, salt series. <laughs> like, he doesn't want. He doesn't want to throw hands with me. He doesn't want to. Anyways, you better watch out for Brian Shao Kahn. <laughs> really, something to watch out for. Yeah. I don't know. I'd rather be third. Not <laughs> Stabs. Like, I don't understand what that was, but I'll move on. Uh, looking for some at Schultz. At Schultz. What happens if you press control alt four steps? Okay, so now they were messaging about alt f four in the chat. Now, for anyone who wants to know what that means, the oldest trick in the book. <laughs> oldest trick in the book on Steam is if you if you if you over it and you want to rage quick, just bam alt f four, and um, I'll tell you what, my friend stabs over there. I beat him ten zero in the first ten. And he straight up just alt f He didn't talk to me for a whole day and just came back and told me the truth. And I was like, I respect it. <laughs> <laughs> you, have a, you have a lot of beef with everyone in chat. <laughs> yeah, it looks like chess is hating on me today. That's all good. Um, let's have a look for these things. Uh, loads of love coming in for Bilal here from Kaida, Sanazuki, AK Slay. Um, yeah it's, it's great to see a bunch of you guys putting up like honestly like i was like thinking of like uh just uh, dropping like uh, mk11 a long time ago but like what really like kept me going is like all the support that i'd be getting 
like even like when i'd like have a really bad loss like uh, you know yeah. like watching back the matches and just seeing all that support like that was coming through that was that was really what like kept me play, you know just one more tournament just one more tournament so that was, <laughs> that's really great like well that's a great that's a great way to say great question into Kader's question which he says Bilal is so soft spoken so, so soft spoken and calm but I'm sure the dragon has come out many times and then he starts shouting saying question <laughs> what's your trigger <laughs> Bilal <laughs> what makes you tilted um okay the in like when it comes to like uh playing in tournament and stuff like the one thing that really gets me is well i think ev everyone gets tilted by lag so i'm not gonna say lag because like that not everyone uh but we're, like when i'm play when i'm fighting against a character and i just feel like uh i don't really have other options apart from like guessing and making reads for, for my life you know like that really really tilts me and you'd think that Sub-Zero's uh, like 0-2 and back three mix-up would be the craziest thing, but like that doesn't annoy me as much as like uh, Shao Kahn uh, with his dumb mind games with 4-3 and 4-3 shoulder and 4-3-4, whatever. Oh, like that really like grinds my gears, like fighting against that that sort of uh, play style. And especially it's someone like Vuyo who like, he's not afraid to like risk his life on a 4-3 on shoulder and whatnot. He just doesn't care. <laughs> like, yeah, that really gets me. Yeah. All right, there tilts you go. That's what tilts him. And then I think he asked another one and said, and he shouted it again as well. Last question. <laughs> Every man has one thing that he wants but can't have. So what's that one thing, Bilal? What you, what's, the, what's the one thing that you want to have right now? something that you want to buy uh, PS5? <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh that's tough probably well I, it can be anything i mean yeah sure i, I would rather look at it as what all is right. that one thing in your life that you really want from now all right uh well-paying job in esports that like i can sustain myself with uh, yeah that's... that would be something that i really want that's right i like that i like Okay, yeah. Slay asks, he says, your Twitter handle, uh, I love this, this was my favorite thing, every time you used to like one of my tweets, is Bilal and 99 others, <laughs> meaning you have the strength of 100 men, as you have proven in the FGC, how do you deal with being too competitive as a downfall to the return of MK11, do you feel like you can be too competitive? Yeah, definitely, yeah, it's like... Uh... It, it really was a big factor when it came to like uh me deciding to like uh stop uh playing because like I, I was getting really competitive and like uh when i would suffer like a defeat and you know obviously like i've gone through like so many like uh tournaments where like i really thought this was my tournament and i end up like coming second you know and i, I remember like ak slays the tournament series the battle of the thrones like that was the first like big tournament like i you know those weeks of qualifiers i managed to qualify and like that was the first big tournament for me yeah and i had like killjoy and justin and mark so like this was my time to like prove myself and like i was playing so well i was doing so well and then i just ended up falling short in like grand finals so like being so competitive and being like so close to winning and like falling short a lot like it really yeah it really got to me a lot yeah. uh but yeah, at the end of the day, like after like a week or so, like I'd be salty for like a couple of days and after a week or so, I'd just get right back at it and, you know, try again. So it, it, the feeling never really lasted long, but like consecutively, like it would pile up and like it would be, yeah, too much. But yeah. Good, good to hear. 
All right, Daedalus asks the same question he asks every time, um, and it's would you uh, would you rather fight one <laughs> dinosaur, <laughs> one dinosaur-sized chicken, or one hundred chicken-sized dinosaurs? I mean, yeah, it's it's so obvious. Like, I'm not gonna want to fight a hundred of a uh, hundred uh, dinosaurs, no matter like how small they are. Like, I don't want to fight a hundred of them. Yeah. Uh, that would be terrifying. One chicken size, one dinosaur size chicken is obviously. <laughs> I don't know, the dude. Answer. Chickens are pretty like, terrifying. Dice, but I mean... You can just hide from it. Okay. So I mean, yeah. Stupid, hey. <laughs> I don't I, like. I don't. The feeling of being swarmed by like a uh, hundred, like it, it would be too much, though. Like, how do you how do you escape that? You know, you can probably you can probably like outmaneuver the chicken or something. You'll get away from it. Yeah, yeah. You're you not could. getting away from like a hundred dinosaurs. I don't know, but I think if a chicken was gigantic, I think like it's very possible that it would be a little. It might not even want to kill you, you know. Like yeah, I you guess you were all just assuming like the chicken. It might just go. It might just go do its own thing, but you know, a dinosaur like it's easy. Yeah, it's they're gonna, gonna want to kill you. So. Yeah, like a hundred, hundred little. Yeah. I mean, you saw those little dinosaurs in Jurassic Park. A hundred of those attacking you, you're oh, gonna die. God. But I think you're right. If yeah, there was yeah, yeah. one big dinosaur-sized chicken, you have like at yeah. least a 50-50 chance of survival. I'm <laughs> yeah. on your side. I mean, but there is someone that would rather fight. <laughs> I mean, it's. I think I think Kadeni said he wanted to fight a hundred uh, dinosaurs. I think chicken. he I did. Hey, like, what? That's that's insane. <laughs> oh, he did. Yeah. I think he did. All right, let's carry going yeah. through yeah, through chat. Big shout out to everyone. I see you guys have been having a great time in chat. Um, uh, looking for at Schultz all over here quickly just to make sure I get through every question that's come through. Beef match Schultz. Reptile for Combat Pack 7? Oh, come on. Is that really what I got to? There's no more Combat Packs. You're all wrong. But I would say if there's another Mortal Combat, I'd be... I would be quite disappointed if they didn't bring Reptile and the robots back. Like severely disappointed. Yeah. If Cyrex or Sector didn't make it, I'd, I would be pretty pissed off. Yeah, actually, like I played a little bit of MKX and like I really liked uh, Reptile's design and everything. Like that was, I think if he was in MP11, like that would be one of my mains. Like he's he's a really cool character. Very like, cool character. Gameplay design and everything just really really fit well with me. All right. BJH, we're at it. Welcome to the Speedfire yeah. Fun Trivia Quiz. It's different from last season is that anything goes. I do kind of make it on topic for the person obviously playing. The rules are you have five to ten seconds to answer. Okay. It's out of seven, meaning that okay. there are two questions out of two. And there's five questions in total. Dems the rules. Do you understand? Yep. Are you it many times, so <laughs> I'm ready. Good. The person in top place is Marcus Shark with five out of seven, Blino with four and a half out of seven, then Ganani in third, fourth and fifth shared by AK Slay and Mr. Five Thousand, and Daedalus in the solid donut place of fifth. Um, <laughs> that's it. That, that then's the scoreboard. The season ends after Cholwe, so you are one of the people that gets a fighting chance here to get to the top of the scoreboard and cement your name in Speedfire Fun Trivia Quiz history. 
BJ, are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. All right. Name three NRS games other than MK11 that Joker has been in. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> okay, uh, Injustice 1. Yes. Oh, wait, this is easy. Injustice 1, Injustice 2, and Mortal Kombat versus DC. Correct. Well done. It is easy. <laughs> this is a hard question. Yeah, I just realized Injustice, that's two free answers. <laughs> yeah, that is two free answers. Correct. Joker has two strings that are minus two on block. What are they? You can use the notations. Uh, one of them is one, two, one. And he has another minus two string. He does. This is a this is a string. It's a string, correct. Uh, I th I'm pretty sure it's only one to one. Well, it's actually four three two. So you only get one out of the question. Luckily. Ford, Ford. Oh, four three two. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. Okay. How did I forget that. Kenya. No one ever uses that string, so... No, exactly, no one does, but it is minus two. So Kenya is sneaky, named sneaky. after Mount Kenya, the tallest mountain in the country and the second highest in in Africa after Kilimanjaro. True or false? Mm. Pardon? I mean, the, I don't, the first part, I don't, I don't think the first part is true, uh, that Kenya is named after Mount Kenya, but it is the... It is... True or false? Yeah, uh, Oh, just, okay, uh, I'm going to say false. It is true. True, how? Okay. <laughs> it's on the wiki. Right. Uh, Wikipedia, don't lie. Oh, it's on the wiki? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. I shouldn't have over, I shouldn't have overthought it. It is a trick question. It is a trick question. So, how many hmm. languages are they spoken in Kenya? Uh, languages? Yeah. Is it, you said it's a trick question, okay. This one's not a trick There's question. There's one a language Swahili. There's a lot, okay, I'm just going to say a random <laughs> number, uh, 52. Oh, you were so close. I was, I did say that I would give, I actually put a little thing in exclamation marks here saying I'd give you a half a point if you got close. Because when I found this out, I was like, dude, that's more than I thought. There's 68 languages spoken <laughs> in Kenya. What the fuck? <laughs> 68, wow. So, I, that's, yeah, that's crazy. All right. So I get half a point for you being do, close. You get half a point for getting close. <laughs> so I thought that that would only be fair. Okay. Uh, and the last question is, what are people with sinophobia afraid of? Sinophobia. Uh, is that spelled with an S? It's spelled with a C. Uh, uh, fear of uh, clowns. Oh man, that would have been that would have been good. Can you be? It probably is a phobia for clouds, but it's the fear of dogs. Oh dogs! I'm actually scared of dogs, so I should know this. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you would have been you would have tied with Blino if you managed to uh, if you managed to get um. Oh, actually, you did. Oh no, you missed the four three two. Damn. But you oh, did. that was so easy too. That one was easy. It was easy. You did get two points for Injustice, Mortal Kombat 2, X, uh, MK vs DC and Injustice. You got one point for 1-2-1 one one of the Joker string. You didn't get a point for the true and false for Kenya. You got half a point for the languages, which gives you three and a half. Uh, and that puts you in fourth place. 
Oof. But that move. Missed out on two easy points. <laughs> you did. You missed out on two very easy yeah. points. But that moves AK Slay and Mr. 5000 down to fifth. And that puts Daedalus in sixth. <laughs> so, well, well done. You did very, very well. All right. BGH with three point Thanks. There we go. <laughs> well done. I know it's not easy, but you did well. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I missed out on the two easiest questions, but yeah. Don't worry, don't worry about it. If um, I got those two points, where would I have placed? If you had gotten those two points, that would have put you in first. Really? Yeah. Oh, I missed out on first like that. Though. I know. It's <laughs> just, yeah, if you had gotten those two points, that would have put you in first place because you would have had five and a half and that would have been, um, yeah, would have beaten marks of five out of seven. Well, that's very similar to my competitive history. You're always talking <laughs> and missing out on that. Just this first close. Place. This close. Well, <laughs> there's always next yeah. time. BJH, I'm sure we will we will have you on again sometime in the future. But that that brings yes, us be cool. that brings us to the end of the podcast. So I have to obviously thank the chat, everyone. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. Please check out my YouTube for more episodes, and please follow me on all the socials. I'm on Twitch, I'm on uh, YouTube, and I'm on obviously on Twitter. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. You've heard this many times again. If you'd like some trivia questions featured, please feel free to DM me. Uh, my channels are all open um, if you'd like to pop some trivia questions. I'll tell you what, it is quite fun searching out questions to ask, but I also like free questions to be handed to me. <laughs> um, Chalwe from Zambia is returning next week. We've got a date implemented, um, so that's next week, Tuesday. We are moving the podcast to Tuesdays to help accommodate the other African streamers so that we're not stealing from each other. Um, AK Slay on Wednesdays, Charlie Wolf on Thursdays, FGC Africa on Mondays. You got something every day of the week except Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. But Kano Africa does return, so we got that coming on September 18th and 19th, which is a weekend. And I hope you've entered BGH. Kano uh, Africa? No, I actually I have exams and yeah, don't oh, have the time for. Break my heart. Anymore. Break my heart. Yeah, sorry. But I'm sure it's going to be an exciting one. It Lots of be. players coming up. Uh, yeah, it's going to be. I'll, I'll definitely be there watching. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, BJ said, can we have a feed reveal? I'll tell you what, if we can get my channel to a thousand subscribers, why not? <laughs> Who said that? Kader <laughs> uh, Reborn. Um, many thanks of course. To you. Of course, it was done. Yeah. BJ, <laughs> many thanks for you, my man, for coming on the channel, taking some time out of your day. I really appreciate it. That was a lot of fun. Um, and like every single show, I ask you to please close us out. Any last words from you, my man? Um, yeah, I just say great stuff. What the admin team is doing, Charlie Wolf, uh, AK has his tournament series, there's part of Africa coming up, so lots of stuff to watch for our scene. So that's really great. And yeah, just players like. We need to work harder and you know level up and we need to catch up to the international scene you know uh yeah just keep grinding keep that grind up guys <laughs> that's it from closing words from bjh it is keep up that grind and we'll see you next time cheers everyone